Arnold Palmer. When you hear that name, you probably think of a lot of different things. I know I do. During this week at Bay Hill, we have a chance to remember him and remember his life. So we're going to do it. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Thank you for being here. I, uh, I love Arnold Palmer. There's just something about him. He was uh, charismatic. He was uh, calm. He was the... I don't know, the blue-collar guy you cheered for. He was the one we felt bad for when Jack Nicklaus started winning everything. Um, It's just different. I I grew up, obviously, um, it would have been 89 now, and I'm 50-something. So he would have been in his 40s. uh, But I remember my grandfather really loved Arnold Palmer, and I remember um, Arnold Palmer. I remember going to a um, demonstration of his up at Jeremy Ranch Golf Course um, Country Club here in Utah, up in Park City. Uh, the Senior Tour, or the Tour Champions, I guess as we're calling it, and I used to play there. So um, he came up and opened the course. I remember Grandpa taking me up there to watch that. Anyway, very an amazing man. And somebody that I think that um, all of us, I was thinking about this, and I never met Arnold Palmer personally. Like, never had the chance. I heard him speak once, obviously, at the golf course. but I, So I never met him, but I felt like I knew him. I think that speaks volumes about who he was, how open he was to the public, what a good man he is. Typically, too, I mean, after somebody passes on, especially if in the, they're in the public eye, you know, some of the darkest stuff, if there is dark stuff, seems to kind of come to the surface. And we're finding with Arnold Palmer, just like we all suspected, there's no skeletons in his closet. He was exactly who he said he was. He lived his life exactly the way we saw him live his life. And that is, wow, what a lesson to all of us. So just honor to Mr. Arnold Palmer and to everything that he accomplished As far as the data goes, data access golf, I did. I wanted to jump in and talk a little bit about the data of his life because I think it's important. And I think what he did for golf is important. And so I I found a really amazing article. And so first off, a huge shout out to Cameron Morfitt on PGATour.com. If you have the time, please go and read this article. I am pulling essentially everything that I'm talking about today from this article. He did such an amazing job. I went to go research Arnold Palmer's life for this podcast, and it was all here in this article. Um, And it's it's entitled, An Enduring Legacy Arnold Palmer Lives Through His Trademark Umbrella. So I'll start there. That the story about, and I read this a couple days ago, and then this idea of when Arnold Palmer decided to make a brand out of himself, and with his business partners, they were trying to come up with a logo. And for any of us who have done that, it's hard. It's hard to come up with a logo. 
I'm embarrassed on how I came up with my logo for Data Access Golf. That's a story for another day. But coming up with a logo is not always easy. You can always find one that seems to do what you want it to communicate, right? It's so hard to find one. And we can get totally wrapped up in it. And they did. And the story goes, Arnold Palmer had kind of walked out of the room kind of whatever, and saw a lady getting out of the car and flipped open a, a big golf umbrella with the, with the, you know, the red, yellow, white, and green that we've grown accustomed to. And he came running back in and said, how about an umbrella? And every, I, I don't know. I got to tell you, I, I picture sitting in that room and having Arnold Palmer come back in, who has all our respect and is, is the guy, right? He's the guy. And say, how about an umbrella? And it's one of those things where you say, and your mind probably goes, what, is he crazy? That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. An umbrella? And what colors? The colors are hideous. I, uh, it's ridiculous. Why would you make a logo out of that? And to this day, I still, I think it's one of the worst logos in the world. Had it been for anybody else but Arnold Palmer. There's no way it works. But because, because of who he is and who he was and how he lived his life, he overcame an ugly logo and his persona was so big that it's now a cool logo. I would wear that logo because of him, not because of the logo. So in a very weird sense, Arnold Palmer overcame a bad logo and was so good and so wonderful. He made a bad logo a great logo. That's tough to do, right? It's super tough to do. So some of the cool then data then on Arnold Palmer, he says that he was born at 5.30 a.m. and he got up at 5.30 a.m. every morning after that. Um, at, he was a, always an early riser. Uh, everybody who talked about him after his passing talked about he was always first there at the club in his office. He beat everybody in. That's just the way he did life. Um, love that. I just, I, I think that's fantastic. He had 60 tour PGA tour wins also well-documented. Um, but I don't know. I 62 is a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot. But when you hear Arnold Palmer, you assume that it's a thousand, right? That he was, he was unstoppable. Um, so cool. It's cool to have that persona because of the way he lived his life. Um, I, I thought that um, we, we know that some of the early film and stuff, he, he became who he was sort of in the, the dawning age of TV when it was still black and white, um, which is, is, is awesome. He just looked cool, right? I mean, uh, you'll notice and uh, you'll notice that on all my, my social media posts that I do for Data Access Golf on Instagram and Facebook, and please visit. And please like and please hang out with me there. Um, all the photos are black and white. And that's because when I first started watching golf, it was in black and white. And it was cool. So I like black and white photos. Black and white photos and golf for me go together. And it's because this was the age when that all happened. So, um, And then going on, far as we know Arnold Palmer to be obviously a golfer, but then he went into business and he went into philanthropy and he was probably, not probably, he was, he was more successful at that than he was at golf. And that was the brilliance of it all. 
Um, a, a lot of us here in the United States don't understand just how big a brand he is. All of us know about, you know, Arnold Palmer, the drink, but I didn't know they made 400 million cans of that stuff every single year. Is that mind boggling? That's crazy. I've never had one, but that's unbelievable to me. Wow. That's amazing to me. The logo, the, the logo that, that I find to be cool now, but not cool when I was younger, that logo is huge around the world. It's not as big in the United States and it never has been as big in the United States. But if you go, I lived a couple years in, in Japan. If you go to Japan and visit Korea, the Arnold Palmer logo is huge over there and it's not just golf. And that was part that was, that's some of the, the brilliance of what he did. You look at a, a, like a Callaway or a TaylorMade or even a Nicholas, that is golf related, right? The, the Palmer umbrella is not in Asia. You see people wearing the Ar Arnold Palmer ties and, and nice dress shirts and coats and jackets just out to dinner, just out hanging out at work at the office. It's, it was very, it, it was shocking to me, but his brand has gone way beyond golf. And in Asia, they, I, they read here that there's, there's 400 freestanding Arnold Palmer stores in Asia. 400. Did you have any idea? I, I, I've seen a few. But I didn't know there's 400, right? And there's 9,000 points of sale locations. 9,000 registers there to help you purchase a Palmer piece of clothing. It's mind-boggling. They said that in this article that the business of Arnold Palmer has actually increased since his passing. And again, going to the credibility of uh, the, uh, the authenticity of who he was as a person has caused this, this influx. We, we loved him and we miss him and we want to still feel like he's a part of our lives. And that's the way to do it. That's why the umbrella thing is so cool. I have been so enamored and um, touched by those players like Ricky Fowler and uh, Justin Rose who talk about Arnold Palmer and took the opportunity to become his friend and now have worked with their own companies, the, the companies that sponsor them to co-brand really cool clothes and shoes and shirts and stuff to honor the man, to honor who he was, to honor his life. I think that is the coolest thing. So hats off to any company that's co-branded. I know obviously Puma has been a big one, um, but I'm sure that there's many others. And I think that that is it's good business, and I think that they get that, but it goes beyond that. It's just being good participants in this market and honoring somebody who made it all possible. But he definitely goes beyond that. Um, I did not know that Arnold Palmer has designed over 300 courses. I obviously knew of the one at Jeremy Ranch. Um, obviously know, being you know from this part of the world, know of Wolf Creek down in Mesquite but I don't know of many others, but there's a ton of them out there. There's 300 of them out there. That's unbelievable. Um, I think we always kind of know as Arnold Palmer as this businessman, but I, I, you don't really think about how successful he's been as a, a golf course designer as well. Um, he founded the Golf Channel, co-founded the Golf Channel, which is still going crazy. And uh, with this whole 
new launch of golf pass and Roy McIlroy, you've been seeing, we've been seeing a lot of that sort of pushed uh, on us on Golf Channel. But I was interested to, to hear Rory McIlroy talk about it and talk about how, how he's part of this and how he honors Arnold Palmer for his vision in creating the Golf Channel. And so he sees this as furthering what Arnold Palmer started. And you can't argue with that. So that's very, very amazing. It's just cool stuff, right? It's just really cool stuff. Um, his go-for-broke attitude... He's known for being a man of the people, of, of walking around the club and talking to everybody and getting to know them, of having sort of an open door policy in his office. It's so cool to hear that his office is untouched, that it's just the way it was the day he passed away. And there's some really cool memorabilia in there. It sounds like uh, they've done a really amazing job at Bay Hill in creating opportunity for us to um, get to know Arnold Palmer get to know his swing, like they've got some simulation uh, machines in there so he could feel how it felt to swing like Arnold Palmer, you know, swung the club, uh, where you can uh, act out some of his most famous shots all there at Bay Hill. I, I'm just, I think it's so cool that it's becoming, that it's growing, that, that, that the Arnold Palmer Invitational is growing and expanding and becoming bigger and it's because of who this man was and what he did for the game. And golf does a very good job of honoring those that gave to the game. That golf does a, such a good job of giving back. And I think it is because of folks like a Ricky Fowler and a Justin Rose and a Phil Mickelson and all of those, a Tiger Woods even, all of those that appreciated what was done by those before them. And they now recognize how good their life is because of all the good work that was done by those that came before them and they pay tribute to those people. And, and this Arnold Palmer, the Arnold Palmer Invitational growing like it is, is because of all of this, not only the players, but those that were all benefited from this great man um, now get to enjoy and celebrate his life and everything that he was behind and created and then we get to take it to the next level. And I think that's what we're feeling. That's what we're seeing. I, I hope that every year when it comes to um, the AP Invitational, that this continues. It's so very cool. Golf is such a great place to hang out. Uh, golf is such an, an amazing game on so many different levels. I don't know of any other sport that does it like we do it in golf. I think that it is, it is a classy game, it is a tough game, it, it is a spirited game, it is a competitive game, it is a game that stretches us, that can push us, it is a game, it is the only game I know of that can so effectively and efficiently help us practice for real life situations. And I think Arnold Palmer proves that. That golf and playing golf competitively and what he had to learn going through those experiences prepared him for what he did after golf, which is arguably more important than when he was a golfer. But golf prepared him for that. So it's going to be very cool to see how this generation now, what they do next. I think we're seeing it with Phil Mickelson. You, you definitely see it with Tiger Woods and what he's trying to do 
with his foundations. You see it with Jim Furyk. You see all these 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 players that are that are moving along in their life do so much more. Steve Stricker. You see these guys giving back, and I think a lot of it has to do with the stuff that. Uh, not I think, I know a lot of it has to do with what Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas and, and those folks did. Um, that was the foundation. And Arnold Palmer, Palmer started it, made golf cool. And they've now built on it. And where golf goes from here, who knows? Sky's the limit. But it's very cool that this game is turning out these types of people. And that these are the types of people that we can cheer for and get behind and even in their passing, their legacy lives on and does more with, with what they accomplished than what they were able to accomplish when they were here. It's beautiful. It's amazing. So um, thank you, Arnold Palmer, for, hey, if it wasn't for Arnold Palmer, I, I, I don't have the opportunity to do my own little podcast. And that's how I feel about it. So super grateful. Thank you to essentially everybody in this game. I just feel so grateful um, for this opportunity to talk golf, to have heroes, to, to get better at something that can make me a better person. And I can have tons of fun doing it. What a cool game. What a cool, cool game. So until next time, enjoy. Enjoy this weekend. Enjoy this opportunity to See a lot of great golf on a really cool golf course in honor of a really great man who played a really cool game as we all get to. And until next time, better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.